everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks over at HypeBot.com. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, everybody over Thank at HypeBot for everything you do to support the show and support the music industry and the music community. Absolutely. Uh, so, Jay, today we're going to talk about a real dirty subject. Uh-oh. This is a subject that... that I don't know. I'm sure you can you can agree with me. So many clients just don't want to talk. They don't want to mention this word. They don't want to commit to this word. They don't want to talk about this word. You're going to say the word. Budgets. Yeah. Too bad it's not four letters. Um, it's not a four letter word, but my <laughs> God, it gets treated that way. When 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 you know. I'm either talking to prospective clients or dealing with active clients and you start bringing up money, spending, budgets. It is like nobody wants to discuss that. It's it's just no. like no, no, please. We'll we'll deal with that later. Uh whatever, we'll deal with it. We're fine. We're okay, whatever. And and I don't know, it just felt like to me it's finally time because we've never done this on the podcast to lay it out about budgets yeah. and and yeah and some people will say well i don't have a budget for that well you know what that's fine actually and 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 because i always tell people i'm like i want you to tell me up front you have no budget or the budget is really small what we don't want is to be three months into your project and then you say i ran out of money that's not right. where you want to be. I'd rather know up front exactly how much funds you have so we can make sure we stay within that and, and we, we, we structure a project plan, a marketing plan to accommodate your budget. Because uh, you're, I'm, sure you're the same, I'm sure you're the same way. You can work with nearly any budget of any size. What it comes down yep. to is what do you do with that budget? How That's exactly right. Done. And it just takes some, yeah, and it just takes some simple planning. This isn't rocket science. I mean, everything has a cost, but as you state, you don't necessarily have a have to have a large budget, but you need to kind of plan ahead, like what are the costs going to be? Because there are costs in anything that you do, whether it's, you know, releasing new music, you know, preparing to release new music, going out on the road, there's certain costs. And if you have that in mind and you plan for it, then you're going to be in uh, a good position. I, I think that putting together a budget and then being realistic about those numbers, like, so let's take a, a music release, for example, you still have to have a budget, but not everything is going to cost money. Let's say the image for the single EP album, whatever you need, even if it's coming up only on online, let's say digital service providers, you still need a good image, whether it's artwork or a photograph, that is going to cost something, right? Now, you may be a photographer. You may have a friend that's a photographer or a graphic designer. That's great. You know, you can, you can always do that. That still goes into this plan of all the different things you need to do and the associated costs. And one of the things I'd love to talk about is what do things typically cost if you're going to get a press person, you know, a publicist, you know, what does that typically cost? If you're going to get somebody to manage your socials, you know, if you're going to hire somebody like me or you to do digital strategy, 
if you're going to do online advertising, whether that's a full-on ad campaign or just maybe boosting some posts via socials, there are costs associated with that. And I'd like to kind of talk about what to, to expect on some of those things. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to as well because, you know, ultimately, I, you know, I'm sure you've encountered these clients and I know I have many times where they, they, they sit down and they'll have an initial phone call with you to talk about what their goals are, what their needs are. And, okay, great, great, great. Now tell me what your budget is so we can put together this proposal for you. Um, some people will actually come out and say, I, I know what my, my number is, but other people go, well, I don't really know what a budget should be for an album release. And I kid you not, I had somebody say this to me. Um, I've, I've got about 600 bucks. Will that cover it for like three months? And I'm just like, no, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to be a dick, but it's a slap in right. the reality here. Yeah. No, $600. I'll do a couple phone call consultations with you and, right. and give you some direction and advice. But beyond that, you're on your own. You're not. You're not for 600 bucks for three months. You're not getting a marketing person. You're not getting a publicist. You're not getting a digital strategy. You're not getting web help. You're not getting anybody of experience. And I think that's right. the key, experience. You might be able to find the kid at school or at high school who'd love to help and will do it for free, um, but you're not going to get an experienced person that can right. work for you for three months. Y you know, yeah. the the budgets can range anywhere. And again, it's it's this is what's so challenging. They can run the gamut. I've had clients that were $4,000 a month because of what was involved in the work. And right. I've had clients that are $1,000 because it's a different level of work. Right. And you have to understand you are going to have to spend money. And, and my personal feeling is if you encounter anybody who sells services that basically says, well, I got package A, B, or C. Package A is five hundred bucks. Package B is fifteen hundred bucks, and package C is three thousand a month. Pick which one works. I'd walk away from that because typically those people are not going to give you anything custom to what you need, and you you want to make sure you're getting the most you can from your limited budget. So why be forced into buying services that you don't want but are being forced upon you? Because that's the only package we offer. And I see right. a lot, I, you know, and this isn't just in the music business, but it's easy for people to put up a website with three options. Pick one, two, or three. Here's the PayPal, done, and we're off and running. You really, I don't know, you really need to... When, when you're starting to go into the studio, you need to think of these budgets. This is when you start talking about, we've saved over the last three years, we've saved $50,000 for this next album. How am I going to slice that up in a pie to go in the studio, to do graphic work, to do video work, to do marketing work? You've got to figure out how that's going to get sliced up because you don't want to be in the middle of that race going, oh my God, 
where am I getting money? And 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 I and I kid right. you not, I I recently had somebody that I was on a three month project with them, and two months into it, they're like, Mike, you know, we don't have any money. We're gonna have to end this after two months. And I'm like, well, it kind of sucks because you know your album is coming out in three weeks here. <laughs> you know, you're right. pulling the plug on everything three weeks out of launch because you realized you didn't have money. Yeah. And I think you touched on something that's really important. And that is, you know, y you don't have to hire me, but you're going to have to hire somebody. And what I mean by that is you need to hire professionals because you're going to actually save money in the long run and you're going to be more efficient and you're going to get more stuff done by hiring an experienced professional, whether it's PR, whether it's digital strategy, whether it's booking your tour. You know, my brother is a graphic designer and he has this really great saying um, because he had a client ask him one time, you know, how do you get off charging this much for, you know, two hours of work? And my brother said, it took me 20 years how to learn to do that in, tw in two hours. In two hours. Right? Yep. It, and, and, and when you hire professionals, they've got this knowledge base of years of, you know, working with different clients and they've learned how to be very efficient, learn what works and what doesn't work for different types of artists. So I would encourage people, if you're putting out a new record, uh, let's say you're putting out a new release, you know, and you need to hire a team. It doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be expensive. If you're looking at PR, for example, and, and I'm a big believer in PR. Um, I believe having a publicist can make or break uh, a release depending on the type of release it is. There are big publicity houses, you know, like Shorefire, you know, places like that where depending on the genre that you may want to go to, um, but they, you know, they they cost money, but you don't have to do the larger places. Um, there are some people just here in Los Angeles. You know, there's Amanda Kagan who runs ABC. There's Kim Britton who runs her own publicity firm. There are places where you can go that aren't super expensive, but these people have tremendous amounts of experience. And what I've learned about publicity is I was asking one of my publicist friends, like, it's the grass is always greener with publicity. You know, everybody who hires a publicist, they're like, oh, well, that band got on to that show or they got that interview. I should have that publicist, you know, and as Doc McGee would say, you're not them. Right. So what, what I find is that the, the grass is always greener. They want to go someplace else. But the publicist told me that a lot of these professional publicists have the same Rolodex. Boy, that's kind of dating myself. Um, they have the same contacts, right? Whether it's TV bookers, yep. long lead press, short lead, local. They all kind of know the same people. So what separates, you know, the men from the boys there, so to speak? I think it's you want to find someone who gets what you do and is an evangelist that goes, oh, my God, I love your record, man. I, I can't wait to tell people about it. I can't way to spread the news about that so if you look at some of the publicists i mentioned look at their websites you'll see oh well she deals in this genre well she could deal in any genre but she's excited about that genre you know what i mean so finding the right person is key and i don't think you have to spend a lot of money you just have to do a little work a little research well you're exact exactly right and and you have to keep in mind the budget you spend with anybody sort of dictates the depth of the work they're going to provide for you. 
and and publicists are a great example. You know, if you want a publicist who not only has a great Rolodex and has been around for years and is going to submit your material and follow up on every one of those submissions to get on the phone or an email and go, hey, did you get it? Did you read it? What did you think about it? That's different than somebody who's just going to do the spray and pray. And there's, listen, there's nothing necessarily inherently wrong with spray and pray. You just got to understand what it is. Well, define it for folks who so, so don't know sp- that so term. So spray and spray and pray means you've got <laughs> you 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 you've you've got a bunch of email contacts for press. And again, as you yeah. said, it's the same email address that most people are going to have. So you put together your own press release and you do a mass email out to that list. You're spraying your press release out to these people that you've never met and you've never talked to before. So your expectations need to be in line with what you are doing. That type of service, again, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. You're getting your material out there and you might get some picks because of it. But you're not going to have the ability to pick up the phone and call the editor of that that website and go, hey, what'd you think? I really would love a great favor here. Could you put this on for me? That's the difference between hiring somebody for $3,000 a month and hiring somebody for $1,000 a month. You know, when when somebody's going to do it on the cheap, they're not picking up... you got to look at it this way. How many hours of work are they going to do on your behalf? Every time they're doing some work for you, you're going to have to be charged for that. And that means following up on emails, phone calls, texts, going to meet people for lunch, whatever it might be. You have to pay for that time. That's, yeah. that's part of the work. So And that's fair. And, and, and it's 100% fair. And you might sit here and go, okay, I get it. That's fair. I just don't have the budget to do that, so therefore I don't want to pay for that service. Can you just email this stuff out? Well, you'll find somebody who'll do that. But you know what? Your results will vary. You know? Yeah. The results yeah, are going to vary based on what you, you what get you what you do. pay you for, get right? What you pay for. So again, I, I I don't want to sit here and say somebody who does that is a scam. Somebody who just does spray and pray is a scam. No. Because it's just a level of service, it's just right? a level of service. And you, you have to understand that's your level of service. And when that's what you paid for, don't complain that the publicist didn't get on the phone to call everybody because that's not what you hired them to do. Yeah. So, it, and, yeah. And, and the same goes for radio promoters, for you, for me, for everybody that's out there. You have to sit here and understand that maybe you need that person, but you can't afford the full efforts of that person. So what can you get for your money? Understand that up front. Because, again, you got 600 bucks. Well, maybe you can get a couple consultations, but you're not yeah. going to have somebody to put together a press release and blast that out and follow up and give you media hits and all this other stuff and arrange interviews, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So so it, it it is really, 
you know, as much as you need to have a call with somebody like you or I up front to get an understanding of a, of a plan and a strategy, you really need to have a call up front to talk about what kind of budgets do I need? Yeah. You know, Mike, Jay, I plan on doing an album a year from now. Give me a ballpark. What am I looking at? If I wanted to hire this, 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 do this, do that, do that. What kind of budgets am I talking about? Okay. Yeah. You know, top of the line publicist who's going to really bust their ass for you. Three month campaign. Look at $3,000 a month. I'm not saying you couldn't get them for a little cheaper or could be a little more, but that's, that's your, a good benchmark. That, that's your benchmark, what you're looking at. Um, you know, you got to start putting those numbers in paper so you consider and go, wow, you know, it's all of a sudden I'm going to spend $20,000 for a publicist and a radio person and a marketing person. And, right. You know, great. You know, you, yes, you are. But, you know, if you come back and say, well, I've only got 10, now that's where you need somebody who can help you with your strategy and go, okay, where right. do we trim? You know, you got yeah. $10,000. Do we really need a radio promotion person? Is radio going to really be that impactful? Yeah. Mm, probably not. Okay, well, guess what? We can save six grand right there by cutting that yeah. person off of your payroll. Yeah. And and radio isn't for everybody. I think it's really smart to, you know, when you're planning your release, to kind of take a look at like, well, what do you think we're gonna sell? You know, are we going to sell 5,000 units in physical because it's going to be sold at the merch table of all of our shows? You know, are we going to sell a lot of downloads? Probably not. Are we going to do some streaming? Yeah, we're, you know, uh, we're going to make a little revenue there and kind of get a sense of what kind of revenue you're going to generate. Um, I had a client recently who um, had some success at radio for a while, but then went kinda, went through kind of a dry period with radio. So we took that money and we invested it into a tour support person, tour marketing, and we tripled our money because what this tour marketing person did was they had about 50 dates. And so she would call ahead to the city um, ahead of time and make sure that you know, there were some reciprocal posts. The venue had all of the information that they needed to post on their site. And, and we would, you know, we would post on, on our socials and our emails. And she would make sure that any local publications knew that they were coming to town to set up interviews, any local radio stations where they could pop in and do a little performance or talk. Did this every step along the way. And some markets, you know, they were smaller. It, it didn't really work. Others, it it packed the house. It got more butts in the seats and got more publicity. And we realized that at least for this level of band, that that was the money that we wanted to spend because it kind of paid for itself in that they sold more merch. They sold more tickets. It generated more revenue and helped keep them out on the road longer. Right, right, right. So, yeah, you, you really do need to have somebody who you can always reach back to and go, listen, I need some consultation. I need some direction, some advice. Should I shift my funds? Do I need more funds? I want to do this. What can I expect it to cost? There's nothing more frustrating, and I can hear it in the voices of clients, and there's nothing more frustrating from our end of things when you're dealing with somebody who just doesn't want to you know it's like money oh head in the sand head in the sand we yeah. you know 
We'll just keep moving forward. We'll deal with it when that comes. And, and inevitably, it's going to be a problem for you at some point in time. A worst yeah. case scenario, like, uh, uh, like I was illustrating, you literally run out of money two yeah. months into a three-month campaign and you have to pull the plug on major efforts, which is just a disaster. Yeah, you're shooting yourself in the or, foot. Or, That's just poor be planning. Before you even get the campaign kicked off, you have to scale everything back so dramatically because you underestimated the funds you were going to need. Right. And now, basically, you've, you've got this beautiful album, this amazing music, and it's just going to kind of show up in iTunes and you're done. Right. And that's the problem, right? When, when you put music out, someone told me one time, the number one reason somebody doesn't buy your new music is the A, don't know it's out or B, they haven't been exposed to it. That's what marketing is all about. That's why you do socials and you go out on the road and you do all these things. But there are simple things that you can do that are very inexpensive. You know, like you and I've talked about as you set up a release, make sure that all your banners across all your socials are consistent with that imagery and they're fresh and clean and everything looks good. That doesn't cost a lot of money to do those kinds of things. Have a posting schedule to keep people interested where it's, it's not all about buy my album, see my show, buy my album, see my show, you know, engage your audience. There, there are tons of things that you can do that aren't expensive, but if you're planning a release, for example, you need to get down on paper exactly what those needs are, put together a marketing plan, and then put a cost that's associated with each one of those. If you're not willing to invest in your own success, then what are you doing? Yeah, and you know, and and let let's be honest, people like you, me, and publicists and other people out there, we don't work for free. Right. No, no more than you, the artist, wants to do shows for free. We don't work for free. And you are going to have to have some money to hire people. And you don't necessarily need these people for a year. You might need them for three months, six months, scale them back, and then bring them back into the, to the team That's the again. name of the game. Um, yeah. But you are going to have to spend some money. Yeah. And you can get money from playing live. Um, there's a lot of ways you can get that money to invest in yourself. I have a few artists that have families that invest in them to a certain degree. As long as there's a plan um, and people understand what that money is going for and why it's valuable, uh, it, you're more apt to get people who will invest, whether it's crowdfunding, you know, whatever it is. But we're not talking millions of dollars here. We're talking about taking whatever resources you have and being really smart about how you allocate those. Yeah, it, 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 it's, yes, exactly. It's just being smart is what it comes down to. It is, it is being, it is approaching it with your eyes open. Even though it might be fearful as hell, you've got to approach all of this with your eyes open and go, what am I going to have to spend? My dream what do I need to spend to do my dream? Okay, I can't afford that. So then what can you afford? What do you want? How do we figure this all out? Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I, I, I guess what I, I, I want to say is don't 
freak out when people say, what's your budget? Just don't, you yeah, know, come don't up with a budget. It. it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be 100% accurate. It, it has to be something to start talking about, a building point to right. adjust from. Um, but, but to not have any idea and, and to put it on yeah. the shoulders of, of you or I to say, well, here's your budget. It's like, uh, yeah. you know, no, I don't know what your, your resources are. You want right. to, you want, you want to give us access to your bank account? I'll see how much money you got. And then I'll tell right. you, no, right. you got You got to tell me what have you done? What have you saved? Yeah. What have you, what have you put to, put away for that rainy day that you're willing yeah. to reach into? Where can you it's find more It's not a more dirty money? word. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not a negative. It's not a dirty word. You know, anything that you do, if you're creating a video, even if you can, I mean, today it's so great because the resources that you have with, you know, these high def cameras and laptops and pro tools, and there's a lot of things you can do yourself as you're starting out. So you can do them at low or no cost. And you may have friends that are photographers, videographers, designers, publicists, whatever, you know, use that circle, build that street team. But at some point, you're going to need to put together a budget. Don't avoid it. It's not a dirty word. It's actually a good thing. When you get everybody on the same page and you understand what things cost, it's only going to make you better. And, and, and keep in mind, working with a person with experience, yes, you'll have to pay for that experience, but that person can help you actually save money. You know, I, 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 I just, just this week was working with a client that was setting up a new website and, you know, they, they needed an SSL certificate, which can cost you X amount per year. And I'm just like, all right, wait a second. My web developer and I have been doing some stuff here. We got an option where you can actually get one for free. You know, we found you a way to do this, to solve your problem. And you're not going to have to have a yearly subscription to pay for something, you know, and, and obviously people are like, oh, that's great. Awesome. But, you know, you got to understand you're paying for somebody's experience to know how to get around, how to do stuff on the cheap, on the down low and, and, and cut the corners and still have something that's beautiful. Out that's there. valuable. That's valuable. So, you know, that that's valuable experience that you need to pay for. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've encountered it where you leave a, a client on their own and man, the money just gets spent left and right. And you're like, why did you spend that money over there? You didn't need to do that. There was a cheaper option for it. You know, I, there, there, there's a website that does it for free. Um, it's almost like they feel like that type of assistance shouldn't be paid for. Well, if it's a free service, why are you charging me for it? Well, it's because I introduced you to this service. You didn't know about it, right? Yeah. It's one of the many things that I do. You know, I, I was yeah. working with another client. I'm like, you know, we need to look at your email list. You're spending 50 bucks a month right now on an email list at MailChimp. I can get you set up on FanBridge for $15 a month. Same great service. We're saving you money. You know, what's that worth over the long run? Yeah. 
this is this, you know, you've got to think of all of this stuff and you've got to have somebody on your team that, you know, I had a, I had an old boss who always told me when I was working for him, whenever you spend the company's money, think of it as if you're spending your own money. Be smart about it. Just because it's not your money, don't just blatantly waste it. Right. You know, imagine that's coming out of your own bank account and is that the smart way to do it? Chances are it's not. Can't, no, you're, and you're 100% <laughs> right. I've, you know, anybody who's been in the music industry for a long time, especially coming up through the 80s and stuff, nobody thought about spending money. There was no, no accountability to spending money. Just spend it. Just spend it. <laughs> no, in the CD era, it was almost like a license to print money for a while there. The revenue was huge and expense accounts were large. And, you know, that's just not the case anymore. But to your point, you know, when someone questions hiring a professional, you know, like like my brother said, it took me 20 years how to learn to do that in two hours. You can you want to hire somebody that has that expertise because you're going to get to the point where you want to be so much faster by having uh, a professional do it. Yep. Yep. So so don't don't treat a budget as a dirty word. You know, a dirty word. you're going to have to spend money. Be prepared to spend money. Don't be afraid to talk about how much money you're going to need. Ask ask somebody like you or me, what is uh, what am I going to have to spend for some Facebook boosts? What do I have to spend yeah. to promote my page to get new likes, to target users? You know, yep. give me a rough idea. And, and, and that's, that's what you need. You need a rough idea of, oh, uh, you know, you could be spending $1,000 in total to do all that. Or you could be spending 10000 You know, you need an idea. Yeah, but have a budget. Have a budget. You've got to talk about it up front. You have to know you have the funds. Again, do not put yourself in the position where two months into a three-month campaign, three weeks out from street date, you pull the plug because you don't have money. Right. That, that, that's advice. just that's embarrassing for your release. Yeah, yeah, and you're setting yourself you're setting yourself up for failure, and yeah. well, uh, you don't not, want to do that. You know, I don't know necessarily failure, but definitely disappointment. Certainly, you know, the album is still going to get out there. You'll still find it, but you're going to be disappointed because it never got any attention. Yeah. So there you go. Another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Thank you audio so much, this everyone. week, right? Audio only this week. Audio only. We'll be back in full effort next week. I think. All right. We got Bruce from Hypebot coming, I think, next week or in a couple weeks. Yeah, looking nice forward to, to it. catch up with Bruce. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Later. <laughs>